You are listening to the Refresher Ladies Podcast. I'm Angie Christensen, and I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to today's lesson. Join me and occasional guest speakers as we dive into God's Word to be challenged and refreshed. Hello, thank you for joining me again. I am so excited uh, to continue on in this study, a study again that maybe um, maybe we not may not want to admit is an issue for myself or someone that's uh, you know that I love that's close to me. But uh, ladies, it's a study that you know we all need to be aware of and really do a self-evaluation. Ask as David did, you know, to search my heart, O oh God. Um, are we honest with ourselves and honest with God? God sees everything. He knows everything. However, we can deceive ourselves. We can even sweep things under the carpet within my own life against myself that I think that I've dealt with it or I don't want to deal with it. But uh, as that dear pastor, you know, asked me to do a study like this, and he said, Miss Angie, you would not believe the amount of women that come up to me after a message and say, Pastor, I have a problem with anger. Pastor, could you do more of a study on this? And he was asking me from a woman's point of view to really dig into the scriptures and to, to study and search this out and be able to kind of get it out there for us as ladies to be able to, um, you know, get get through this, but not just, you know, live above the circumstances, but ask God to help us conquer them. So as we begin, we, um, as a little refresh, we were talking about, you know, understanding the anger and, you know, where we're at, how we, you know, talk about that I've got rights and what I deserve, how the world teaches us that. You know, another thing is a third point under that, God allows us daily the choice of whether we will die to self and live to him or whether we will try to be in control of ourselves. It's something that each and every day we ask the Lord, you know, before our feet even hit that floor while you're waking up and asking, Lord, I need your wisdom today. God, would you guide me today? And Lord, would you help me to conquer for you, whether it's fear or anger or, you know, disappointments, worries, anxiety, ask him every day at the start of your day. And then at the, you know, throughout the day as well, but especially at the end of the day, you know, thank the Lord for maybe a situation where you think, wow, I handled that differently than I ever have before. Lord, thank you for, you know, giving me that grace, giving me that wisdom, giving me that patience. But thanking him for, you know, maybe how you saw him work in the day, but also, you know, maybe confessing any times where you let the better, the worst part of you get the, you know, the victory and saying, Lord, man, I failed today. Would you please forgive me? Would you, you know, cleanse my heart? Would you help me work on this? Just being honest with, you know, yourself and the Lord. We need to refuse to make the choice to give up, you know but the choice to give up our rights that can result in anger. We have to be so careful that we don't let things even of this world rile us up so much that I deserve more and I have the right to be anger angry. No, we don't. Uh, you know, especially when we think our perceived rights are violated, we must choose to yield our rights to God as an act of trust. It is so important 
um, to yield to the Lord and just trust him. Say, Lord, man, maybe even that's your situation. Lord, I need some help. I have a problem with trust. I struggle with trusting. Opening your heart out and asking God for his help. You know, expectations really are what I can expect or what I expect. But when our expectations are disappointed or broken, we often become angry. You might say, well, I'm not an angry person. I don't outburst over everything. But maybe there's those couple buttons that you know, if they're pushed, if things don't go quite the right way that you want them to, that anger can come out. It might not be that you're an angry person, but that you have angry outbursts and maybe they're far and few between. But even then, ladies, we need to ask God for help in these areas. Proverbs 13, 12 says, hope deferred maketh the heart sick. You know, when you're hoping for something and that gets disappointed, it literally at times from a child to an adult, you can get sick over things just, you know, it can really, really affect you physically, mentally, and you know, our heart, we can say, you know, downhearted, downtrodden and asking the Lord, Lord, would you lift up my heart? And maybe we need to even confess, Lord, Lord, I had too much expectations on this event or the situation and they were really unreal. And then they become unmet and ask the Lord, Lord, would you help me not to set such high bar that nobody in my life can please me? Now we do need to have a high standard, you know, of our living and, um, you know, just being an excellent citizen and a Christian and a family member. But yet sometimes there are those of us that the bar is so high that people around you feel like they can, no one can please you. We need to be careful. We're not that perfectionist that it's so easy to disappoint us. Um, here are expectations. They really come from Um, I I wrote down four different ways. One of the way they come from is how we thought something was going to go and then it didn't. Um, That's kind of the easy definition of where our expectations come from. A second one is they come from comparing ourselves with others. Uh, We've got to be very careful. The Bible talks about that in the New Testament, comparing ourselves among ourselves. It is not wise, the Bible says. Um, it's easy to do all around us, you know, just the world and, you know, it's so easy to compare an outfit, um, a career, a family situation, you know, all you fill in the blank health, somebody who has excellent health and maybe you don't, you know, you can be very disappointed and get frustrated with someone around you because maybe you're struggling in that area. A third place that our expectations come from our verbal commitments from others. When someone promises something or says a situation is going to be a certain way and then it doesn't, these are things that can make us angry because they're unmet. A fourth one is needs. Um, We are all born with the basic needs of affection, acceptance, approval, application, assurance, and affirmation. Those are all a bunch of A's. Um, and those are good things, but God wants to personally meet these. And sometimes God puts someone in your life that can help meet them. There's no one that can meet them a hundred percent of the time and with a hundred percent, you know, approval, but God, 
And we need to remember that, that where maybe humans fall short or myself, it's God who's, you know, the one who's supposed to be feeling that. Philippians 4.19, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. It doesn't say, but myself shall supply, but my friend shall supply, but my husband, but my children, but, and you fill in the blank doesn't say that at all it says but my god it just it could say but god shall supply but i love how the bible over and over and over ladies it's personal it says my god you know don't forget he alone created you um gives life sustains life um you know sent his only son to die for you made a way for us to be forgiven and go to heaven it's personal so it's a personal relationship with him Therefore, all throughout the scriptures, um, you'll find verses and stories and such saying, my God, my Lord, uh, my Savior. I love even, especially in Psalms, and I'll, I'll be maybe working with a lady one-on-one in a counseling situation or a Bible study, and I almost always have multiple times, I'll pick a scripture and I'll say, all right, for some of the homework this week, we're going to go through uh, you know, let's say it's Psalm 57 or I, I give a specific Psalm and I'll say, I want you to circle all the personal pronouns. I, me, my, mine. Um, and it makes it personal later that next week when we come back to it, it never fails. The lady will say, I couldn't believe how many personal pronouns were in that one short Psalm. And it just really brings it to life. You know, here, King David, do any of us relate to royalty? You know, can I even understand what it means to be a king, a queen, a princess, or any of those things? No, I really can't. But I think of, man, the God of all heaven chose the king at the time who was so well known, who was, you know, successful in the world's eyes and in the um, Israelites' eyes, King David, who the common person thinks, oh, I can't relate to him. I know he was a shepherd, but now he's a king. Here, the Lord allowed him to show his highs, his lows, all throughout Psalms. And it's amazing, all the personal pronouns that David uses. And he even talks about getting upset. And so, you know, we've got to be so careful to not disconnect myself from the Lord or from the Word of God. He's very personal God. Um, You know, sometimes without even realizing it, we may expect others to meet those of those, um, expectations and needs that we have instead of God. And here God says, you know, Angie, I'm the one who's supposed to meet these. Here you're upset at this other person or even yourself, but you never even came to me. And I'm waiting this whole time to help you. And I want to be part of, you know, that solution for you. Psalm 62, 5 says, my soul shall thou only excuse me, my soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. If our expectations come from God, we will never be disappointed. Um, You know, the Lord loves us greatly and wants to see victory, but not just in the end, you know, the process, the daily life. He wants to be part of that journey, not for us to be all alone. The root of our anger regarding both unmet rights an unfulfilled expectation really is in the sin of pride. Um, there's so many, oh, so many sins and even crimes that people are in jail for that if we really go back to the root, 
of why they did something or how someone was raised or you know what led them to it it almost always started somewhere with pride even if it's something that there was a complex and there was an inferiority there's still a pride in I'm going to maybe commit this crime or become famous so that it will become about me. And we've got to be so careful because it's our anger can just grow and, you know, manifest itself larger and larger and it becomes out of control beyond our reach. Proverbs 13:10 says, "Only by pride cometh contention." We all know that part, but then the rest of it says, "But the with the well-advised is wisdom." Ladies, are we getting advice? Who is it right now, think in your head, that you go to for godly advice? Is there a name? Can you, if I were to be one-on-one with you right now, in that short amount of time that I asked that question, could you already have listed a person's name? And if the answer is no, we've got to really do an evaluation of, okay, Lord, I need someone in my life that walks with you that I can get some advice from. Is it, uh, sometimes it is a friend, other times it's a mentor, it's a pastor's wife, a teacher, uh, a pastor, but there needs to be someone, even pastors and pastor's wives need to have someone, other fellow um, people in the ministry that walk with God that we get advice from. It's very healthy for our spiritual walk because it says with the well-advised is wisdom. Who are we getting advice from? You know, the problem intensifies when we become angry and then we leave it unresolved. You know, a lot of times it happens and I just think, okay, it wasn't really that big a deal or, oh, that was bad. But then we leave it at that and don't want to deal with it. When we become angry, God commands us to take care of it immediately. Um, Maybe your children as well, but I taught my children from a young age and different kids and you know Sunday schools and junior church classes that um, delayed obedience is disobedience and it's so easy to teach a kid and kind of ingrain it in their head but as adults I might say it but I surely may not live it we've got to be so careful to do what we teach sleeping with unresolved anger results in waking up with a greater problem. That's why the word of God, you know, says, let not the sun go down upon thy wrath. You know, it's not just, hey, fix a problem right now. It means more than just that issue. Deal, you know, dig deeper. Um, There haven't been very many, but there have been a couple times in the 23 years that I've been married that, um, you know, my husband and I, it may not even been like a big, you know, argument, but there was something, an issue maybe between us or a situation we need to get settled that we have stayed up all night long to figure it out, to pray through it, to, you know, make things right. It's true. It's so much better to not have a night of sleep and to get something right than to go to bed angry, and really, you really usually don't sleep much anyway, toss and turn and, you know, grunt and groan, upset at someone, than to wake up and the problem can be even worse. Think about that, ladies. All night long, our mind, whether awake or asleep, usually will think about, dwell on, dream about the situation I'm upset at, and I can wake up more angry and upset than I went to bed. Uh, The word of God does not fail and that scripture is very, very wise and helpful if we would live it. Hebrews 
1215 says, Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and therewith many be defiled. The anger will settle in and it will take root in your life. And here you will end up having bitterness and being defiled. And it can really become to the point where it defines you. And that's a very sad place that you don't want to be. Well, with that, we're going to stop and pause and turn this into another um, session. I like the short little segments, you know, maybe you can be on a drive or cleaning or something and you've got 10 or 15 minutes to listen to something. So we're breaking this one up into segments uh, more than the regular lesson. But when we start up the next one, we're going to talk about what happens to unresolved anger. And there's a downward spiral that we'll get right into on the next um, session. Thank you, ladies, very much. Thank you for joining me today for our Refresher Ladies Podcast. I hope that you have been blessed and will go about your day with rejoicing. For more information or any questions, you can find our ministry online at cornerstonefallbrook.org.